Hang on. You ready for an adventure? That was from season three of The Mandalorian. On this episode of Why Watch That. Welcome to Why Watch That, your guide to the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. We're on a quest to go from channel to channel, platform to platform, and festival to festival to help you figure out what you want to watch. We do all the work so you don't have to. So get ready for some unexpectedly candid and entertaining reviews that will help you answer the ultimate question, why watch that? Before the start of this third season, The Mandalorian, or Mando, or Din Djarin, played by Pedro Pascal, was tasked with returning the 50-year-old child Grogu to the Jedi. This is the one that you saved? You are as its father. A clan of two. Remember, the Mandalorians are traditional enemies of the Jedi, but at this time, the Empire has fallen, leading to galactic disarray and leaving remnants of what it was across the galaxy, which would later become the First Order in the final film trilogy. Our people are scattered like stars in the galaxy. What are we? What do we stand for? So Mando searched for other Mandalorians to help him protect Grogu. Did you think your dad was the only Mandalorian? He became the bounty hunter with a heart of gold. Are you looking for work? Boba Fett. Tell him it's on the house. And he found help where he may not have expected it. And during the book of Boba Fett, Grogu was able to finish Jedi training with quite the iconic master. You may choose the way of the Jedi, or turn to your friend, the Mandalorian. Look who it is! Mando! I got a surprise for you! Hey, what are you doing here? Now we're at the start of this show's third season. From the beginning, Din's on a mission to absolve himself of a grievous sin. He has to bathe in the living waters of Mandalore to atone for removing his helmet in front of Grogu. A big no-no. But you have removed your helmet. Then you are a Mandalorian. No more. But by all accounts, the mines he needs to reach have all been destroyed. Even still, he'll need to get to Mandalore with Grogu in tow, because this is the way. I'm going to Mandalore. So that I may be forgiven for my transgressions. But first... He makes a stop on the planet Navarro, which is on the outer rim, to retrieve the trusty droid who helped him before and can help him now. To do so, he speaks with High Magistrate Karga, played by Carl Weathers, who tells him that there's money to be made on Navarro for everyone involved. I completed my quest. He returned to me. I removed my helmet, and now I'm an apostate. Which is all the more reason for you to stay here with us. 
Where you're from, you may be an apostate, but here, you'd be landed gentry. But Mando can't turn his back on his Mandalorian identity. So he subsequently visits Bo-Katan, played by Katie Sackhoff, who had her sights set on retaking Mandalore. But what kind of reception does he receive? Your cult fractured our people. Where were you then? And some of the most pressing questions for Mando are these. Are those mythical healing waters of Mandalore really poisoned? Is his mission doomed to failure? What's his end game? Can he go back to the bounty hunter life? After all, being a Mandalorian is not just learning about how to fight. You also have to know how to navigate the galaxy. That way, you'll never be lost. And beyond that, where's arch-villain Moff Gideon, played by Giancarlo Esposito? And will Grogu ever be safe? This is the way. Only time will tell. There's something dangerous happening out there. And by the time it becomes big enough for you to act, it'll be too late. All right, so we just saw the description of The Mandalorian Season 3. It is back, and I know there's a bunch of people out here who are really into Star Wars, but confession, I have yet to see um, Star Wars. But, like, that looks You mean really any cool. of the Star Wars stuff? You've seen nothing? Hold on. Jaja? Jaja? Okay, What's next. We're not, no. No, we're is not he part of the franchise? We are not even getting <laughs> into that. We're not going to mention that name. You, I mean, you are, you know, next. So <laughs> well, you listen, have seen something. We're not going to get into what I've that seen is. whatever that was. I've seen that. And, um, and I will say that watching this. So that is in the second trilogy that was released in theaters. Okay. That's what you're talking about. Yes. But if you go chronologically in the order of events of Star Wars, that's first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Because mm -hmm. there Got are it. three film trilogies mm -hmm. for Star Wars, right? So the first two, theatrically and chronologically, were done by George Lucas. He actually, of course, you know, directed them is what I would mm -hmm. say. He created mm -hmm. this, co-created all that other stuff. The final trilogy that just released in theaters is also final chronologically in the event order, but that was not directed by George Lucas. Okay. So you saw the earliest in the chronology of the Star Wars events. Okay. But you didn't see like the in the 70s when it started all of that stuff with Mark Hamill being luke skywalker and all of that so you didn't you haven't right. seen that yeah and you haven't seen the most recent trilogy 
but we are Correct. not going to say that character's name again. Correct. <laughs> I, we don't need anybody, you know, <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> well, that's Thank it. You. I will say this this preview of um, The Mandalore, it looks really good. Like, it looks like something that you're like, oh, cool. I want to kind of check that out. Yeah. Um, and is there a story behind the um, the grabbing of the Eminem? Or the skittle or whatever that was that was taken off of the table. No, there's no story. The story is that Grogu is a child. So you okay. have some candy on the table. You know, he's going to use the force to get it. You know, okay. so that, because one thing to keep in mind reviewing this, the Mandalorian is, of course, like a sci-fi Western, but it's mm-hmm. also for families. So you do have the child that pulls in younger people from families. So there's a balance that they have to create between all of that. The West, even you hear that whistle all the time, the Mandalorian whistle, like it's, it's a Western, but it's a family Western. Mm. So how do you blend all of it? And generally they do a very good job of that. I think in the previous season, season two, they had some lapses, but you know, it was fine by me. I still enjoyed it. Uh, the opening of this season, I think they had the balance right. You're going to get all the things you expect. Like you said, some of that action is in the first episode. Not all of it, of course. That's previewing the whole season. You have different locales here. I love that we're not just on Tatooine. Thank you. You know, the music, the sound, all of that's there. Uh, you get monsters in the show. Like they show how a Mandalorian becomes a Mandalorian in this uh, episode, you'll see that. And then this creature comes out of the sea, you know, that whole kind of thing. So you get what you expect here. They move it along in this first episode. I appreciated that. There aren't a lot of tangents. It's setting the stage for what's to come, reminding you of what happened, but still moving at an appropriate pace. I love Pedro as usual as the Mandalorian or Mando or Din, you know, his attitude, it's so good. Like he's talking to Katie Sackhoff's character, um, uh, Bo Katana, who or Bo Katan, I should say, who's the one that he goes to, and she's like, oh, "Well, you know, you bunch of traitors, all that other stuff, or your cult," she calls it. So you know, after she's talking, because before she was the one who wanted to go to Mandalore, which is where the Mandalorians are from, you know, take it back from this cult that she's talking about. The Mandalorians have become. And now she's like, no, forget it. So he's, you know, he said, uh, you said that the curse was a lie. Make up your mind. Like stuff like that. I like, mm-hmm. like, let's just get to it. So you have some cute stuff that'll make some people smile. You know, that's why this show kind of brought in some people who weren't the staunchest fans of Star Wars, but you still get everything else. If you compare it to something like Andor, another Star Wars series, that's weightier. It's its weightier counterpart. It's a spy drama. That's different. I don't know that young kids would like that the way that they would like The Mandalorian. As long as they avoid the collapse of the Book of Boba Fett, all will be fine. I'm not even going to get into what they did to Obi-Wan. Not today. So we'll see how the rest of this season goes. Watching the first episode, I felt at ease, which is a good thing. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do. Now, will you begin? The Mandalorian, based on what you saw, because you don't, you can just start it. It would be fine. Yeah. Um, just so you know, it it comes after the original trilogy of films that was released in theaters. So mm. that's when it's set. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, what do you I mean, think? Would seems... you would you watch it? 
Yeah, it seems like something I would put on and give a try. Just based off of the the look, the feel, the energy, it seems like it's worth a look. Yeah, there we go. Cool. All right. And if you want to check this out, if you want to start it or if you've already been watching, um, this is something available on Disney Plus. And this season, there are eight episodes in total. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at WhyWatchThat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.